Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Podcast Assemble. Happy New Year! It's a show where we're going to be talking about all of our geek interests. We're going to be talking about movies and TV shows, comic books and video games. My name's Tommy, and as always, I'm delighted to be joined by my friend and co-host, Dre. Hey, Tommy! How are you, buddy? I'm good, Dan. I'm good. <laughs> we made it through the intro. That was a tough intro. <laughs> Oh, the amount of takes. Oh my God. For people on the other side of that, yeah. I, we probably tried like five, six times between us. I don't know, man. It's been like, I, I still recovering yeah, from the music, man. I, I don't feel like we've started off yeah. very well here. It's like, yeah, so it's 2021 though. We've got to stay positive. We've got to go into it in a, a, a you know. News resolution, intro better. Better know? intro. And better I will get it right two weeks in a row. Start. Pinky promise. Yeah. First. You sure? One and, go, one and done. Next time. <laughs> one and done. One and done. Yeah. I can't, I can't promise that. I was trying to fit in Happy New Year. You know, I've got my little routine laid out, so I got confused halfway through. You know, yeah. how was your how was your New Year's? It was good. You know, I think you were there. I'm gonna say I'm not sure why I'm specifically <laughs> you asking you. Were there. I'm for the listeners, you tell you tell the listeners yeah, how it was. Uh, it was, was uh, you know a small gathering yes. of five yes. to eight people. Yes, depending on how many people live here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, in Sydney there were stricter rules over yeah, New Year's. It was pretty so crazy. We had a, a pretty tight little group here. It was actually a lot of fun. It was good fun. Yeah. Made some you old fashions. Were, you were making old fashions at one point. Yeah, with the new the new bar I got for Christmas. Um Yeah, what was, did you get for Christmas? I got a big bar, like cocktail bar that can kind of roll around. Oh yeah. And make cocktails on it. With, I had the shakers, so this was like kind of the final piece. Mm-hmm. Then I went and spent like $300 on whiskey because <laughs> you can't have a really, really nice cocktail bar with like no good alcohol. Yeah, that's bad. So I had to make some investments. But um, yeah, that was that. And then I got honestly the funniest thing. I got Cyberpunk, the new one for <laughs> Xbox One, which I can't play because it's so buggy, right? You have to wait for an update. And then my girlfriend was trying to get the PlayStation 5. Oh. But before she got the PlayStation 5, she bought one of the games that she knew I was going to like. What? Because she just like, was like, oh, she saw it and bought it. Right. The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But then she couldn't get the PlayStation 5. Oh. So now I have like two games I just can't play. <laughs> just <laughs> so I was like, that. you tried, babe. You tried. But yeah. like, you know, it's the valiant effort. These are real first world problems here. Uh, right? I'm not really. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I liked it. Like when I right. when I opened up the Cyberpunk, I just started laughing. <laughs> and she's like, what? Because she, she actually texted me and was like, do you think this is a good idea? And I was like, yeah, sure. Didn't you, just didn't even cross my mind. It might not well, work on Xbox. Well, to be fair, this was before the release. Where it it's all true. Ah, it's very true. Quite, so, that's, yeah. I mean, that's we can talk about it in the news, I guess. Yeah. It is a pretty big bit of video game news. It was. It was a major yeah, was release time, like yeah. that. Is that crazy? Yeah. yeah, it was. What did I get? What did I get for Christmas? Oh, I got a. My girlfriend got me a record player. I'm, ah, yes, I'm obviously yes. the hipster one between the two of us. Uh, yes. I've, so I've I've actually had a bunch of records for ages, and I I actually really love listening to vinyl. Uh, mm. And I had a record player when I used to live in Melbourne. And essentially when I, I went a bit of travel, you know, back, yeah, to my tra- yeah, yeah. back to my traveling stories. I went a bit of travel. When I came back, I just didn't Big buy, fan of vinyl. You I just didn't buy vinyl, one. But you just couldn't play it. Yeah, I just didn't buy one. You didn't even one. know if you were a fan. You just... I knew. I used you to listen to core. it. I used to listen to it. The Armsy was a fan of vinyl, <laughs> but you hadn't actually tried it. Cool, my thought. There's no need to get that deep on each other. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. So, all right. Well, let's jump into then. Like, what have you been up to? What have you been watching? Uh, what have you been listening? What have you been playing? Yeah. Um... Honestly, it's so lame, but I'm... We've had so much time. Like, yeah. we took a couple of weeks off over So, I, I have been watching a lot of new stuff. I yeah. was still playing The Witcher 2, almost. Oh, nice. But the uh, new stuff I've been watching, man, The Dark Crystal Age oh. of Rebellion. I've heard of this. Literally just got stoned one night and was like, this is in my queue. <laughs> it looks weird. It looks like the Muppets meets, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what's that? What was that movie with, like, David Bowie in the 80s? Oh, Labyrinth. Yeah. Meets yeah, Labyrinth. Right. I was like, this is fucking... Is this the one with all the uh, all the creatures are literal puppets? Yeah, it's a puppet. Um, it's a big puppet. I show. do know this. I've seen it. I saw a, a vignette on it. 
anyway, the, the voice acting is phenomenal. It, it's actually, there was a movie in the 80s, I think. Okay. And uh, it, it, it was like a cult classic. A lot of people loved it. And apparently, like, he wanted to make the backstory for awesome. it. And so he made this, like, 10-part series for what was, like, a, you know, hour and 30-minute movie. Yeah. So there's, like, a lot more lore now than there ever was. I haven't seen the movie, but it's awesome. I'm on the final episode. Love it. It's great. Amazing. It's really cool. The, like the process, you're gonna like it a lot. Okay, I mean, what you told I'll me about, watch like it, yeah. the things you like in the '80s and stuff. But it's really interesting. Good story. Like the 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 voice acting is so, like amazing. It's oh, got amazing. a bunch of people. It's got Simon Pegg as one of the. Oh my god, really? I love Simon as the, Pegg as one of the villains. It's got. He's some, a villain. Ah. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to even. Okay, okay, okay. You won't even. I don't even know if you'll be able to pick him out. Like, really? I was surprised that it was him, but I was like, I love whoever this voice actor is. Yeah, he's great, yeah. and I looked it up, and it was him. Awesome. Um, it also has another English guy that I'm forgetting. He's in one of the X-Men. He's a, I feel like he might play one of the X-Men. Anyway, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, the guy from Kingsman. Oh yeah. Um, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. yeah. I don't know his name. I, the main dude. Everyone loves him. I have one zero, guy. I have zero interest in him. I mean, I don't love him, but you know, he's, he's not bad. He was fine. good in, uh, he's fine. he was good in the, what's the movie he did with, uh, Rocket Man? Rocket Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's good in that. Okay. Um, I still haven't seen that. I don't. I'm not into the, bi- the biopics thing. Like for I me, don't love them either, but it was nah. a good movie. I liked it. Okay. I like Ellen John though, so. Yeah. Um, it's behind a fist stuff on vinyl. How could that be on vinyl? Oh, I'm sure it is. Give me some vinyl of Ellen John immediately. Then there's uh, Khaleesi's main, like, maid. The girl that dates... Uh, oh, Miss Sande. Miss Sande. God, I nothing in my brain today. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're, ti- you're tired though. Like, you've had, yeah, one hour sleep. Yeah, one It was a real hot one here last night. Like, it was like... <sighs> super humid in those, so so humid no ac in this apartment top floor and one of those times where you're just like you're sitting there for hours and it's like 1 30 and you're like it's yeah. just not gonna happen <laughs> and you realize <laughs> and you realize it's like a dark shutter that you have like five more hours to so you just listen through all the old episodes of podcast <laughs> yeah, assembly exactly. as, as you did so I yeah. just listen why don't you email uh, in at the podcast assembly uh, gmail.com that, and tell us all about i should have i should that would have put me to sleep <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh brilliant uh, so Great voice acting. Yeah. Awesome show. Highly recommend. If you don't watch it soon, I'll buy you an eighth and then smoke and watch it. It'll oh, great. Be. Perfect. Uh, and then I've also been watching The Alien. I finished The uh, Oh, you watched The Alienist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alien. I finished that. It kind of ended good. Shittily. It wasn't as good. The second okay. season was bad. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then Queen's Gambit, which I'm still going on, is really good. I like it. I've not really got into that. It's slow, but it's okay. good. Okay. Well, speaking of slow, I actually watched Good Detective. So, season one. So I've so I've already seen season one. So good. I was uh, lo- season, season one. Season one is one of the single best. Girlfriend, like, girlfriend's not seen it. She's watching that next. Oh, so I was really put off by the the actors, obviously Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell. In I forgot season about that two. season. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's but weird. Dude. We were talking about what we wanted to watch next, and I was like, oh, let's let's watch True Detective season three because it's got Mahershala either. Ali, yeah. and I think he's so. It's okay. So this. Okay, so the way the first season kind of teeters out peters out a little bit to the end and you're a bit like oh, i'm not really sure like why didn't yeah. they get to the this one is just a bit of a confusing ending it's like you know how the end of lord of the rings there's like it there's like eight endings and you're just like <laughs> well, you're like is this done yeah. if but, you haven't but, read the books you're like what the fuck is yeah, going on 100 in this movie forever yeah it was kind of like that except in Lord of the Rings, you, it's kind of an obvious next step to you will then see them going back to Hobbiton. You will then see them going on the boat. Whereas this, it's like, oh my God, there's another bit to this. Like, yeah, what, yeah. what is happening? So I watched the that. The third season, you mean? 
Yeah, the first season. I haven't season. seen it, so... Uh, it's great. Really good. I, so you said the ending, like, petered out in the first one. Like, I guess it did for how intense it was. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was more just, like, a valid conclusion to a really well-done story. So like, the it was the epilogue. Yeah. You know well, what I well, mean? Well, the challenge of the first season was that everyone expected them to, you know, take down whoever the big bad guy was who was, who was controlling get, everything. Yeah, and and they just got, like, the smaller... Which is, like, kind of part of the thing. Kinda, that's, like, what that's, detect, happens to detectives. That's what I liked about yeah, it. And that's yeah. why, for me, that's probably one of my all-time favorite first seasons. Probably up there with, like, Westworld. Yeah. Maybe Game of Thrones. Westworld's a great first season. Game of Thrones is phenomenal first. I'm not sure about the first season. I think no. it gets better in second HBO. and third. The ending HBO to it. The ending. is just fired. Yeah, yeah. They, like, and I actually haven't watched an HBO show that's like original since Game of Thrones. Really? So I need to get back oh, in. Oh, you watch sure Westworld? That's, that's HBO, isn't it? Uh, yeah, true. That's the last one, actually. But that, that was <laughs> happening while Game of Thrones was happening. I meant like since, uh, okay. since the ending of Game of Thrones. Okay, okay, okay. I haven't watched one. That first season of Westworld... Hands down, probably I, it's my top three. It's first. so well done, which Amazing. is why the second one was kind of like, "What is going on?" The third, and the, well, that was every. I just watched the third one, and it's trash. Is it? It's literally makes no sense. Is it trash? Like, it never did. <laughs> it never made sense, but at least it had themes. No, the, fir- the first it had one, themes. The first one you could pick up sort of what was going on, and by like the middle of it, you kind of going. There's definitely something off about these timelines, yeah. no, and then you're a bit like, no, it was, spoilers the for first Westworld. one was more well done. It also had uh, really like abstract like the the, the yeah. map the map was like actually nothing yeah when you actually was... when you actually go back and think about what the map served in the storyline it yeah. didn't serve anything sure it was like a, it was like a symbol for her enlightenment <laughs> I but, love, we, you can tell that we've clearly not like spoken about any of this shit for like a good couple of weeks yeah, because right. we were just like bah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 also <laughs> westworld we shouldn't just try and dive into that without no, any prep absolutely that's not. a bad idea I'm trying to think of other things that i have been watching because i've actually mm-hmm. consumed quite a lot of media because it's been the weather's not been great here over like Christmas New Year. Terrible it's El Nino year. I was I was away over like Christmas for a week, so I, I missed out on a lot of like watching time. But I have actually caught up with a couple of random DC movies. Something we're going to move on to in a little bit. So I actually watched I watched the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. You know the one that's like oh, Birds of Prey. That. Oh, maybe I thought I watched that over Christmas. I don't know. I watched it recently, and then I also watched the first Wonder Woman movie because I realized I hadn't seen it. I was like, oh, maybe I'll... I, honestly, that's one, one movie that everyone bangs on about and I just never got around to watching. I feel like I've seen 80% of it. Like, for yeah. some reason, there's a part of it that I don't remember. I think it's the end. It's really good. I don't really remember the ending. The ending's like, very not memorable. Can we go spo- spoilers? So Wonder Woman 1 spoilers from for, 2018. Yeah, I, I, like, I didn't know the main guy died. Oh, uh, Chris, So, like, when Chris I saw Pine. that he was back, it wasn't a big surprise. Chris Pine? Yeah. Okay um so that i must have missed the ending but uh yeah it was a good movie i I really i really enjoyed it right like i think first let's be clear the first one yeah considering (laughs) considering everything everyone says about that movie i really genuinely enjoyed it like there's there's obviously fault flaws in it like the ending is just a big cgi nonsense it's like so what like who cares but i like the acting i think when it's i think with her especially when they keep it smaller scale it, she's it just works so striking she's such a that, like, great she takes actor. over every scene so like when they make it these big elaborate things it's like just not really yeah. it's not that it's not playing to her strengths agree, it's I just agree. that you're just like the opportunity cost is so high she's she's yeah. fin- we're gonna talk about this a little yeah. bit anyway um, what else have I been up to oh I actually so I downloaded and have been playing a game which uh, my brother would, will, will love me for referencing I actually, he actually bought me this game probably maybe pushing 10 years ago right mm. so my brother bought me this game pushing 10 years ago and I saw it on the PlayStation Store. It's called Last Remnant. And it's a classic turn-based RPG. And I am so into classic turn-based RPGs. It's great. Like like old Final Fantasy? Yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's a little it's it's got more interesting like stuff to the like the fighting system. So it's not just 
you hit you hit you it, it's like it's got other stuff to it and like the story is kind of intriguing and i remember i never finished it back mm. in the day so i remember i got to a point and i was like i can't remember maybe i maybe i moved out or whatever we were living my, me and my brother lived together at the time or mm. whatever happened i never finished it so i'm like ah I'm, I'm gonna fish. Yeah, it was on PlayStation Store. For free? It was like 10, 10, I think it was 10 pounds, so it was like $20. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm yeah, gonna buy that. for free. Yeah. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> well, actually, I really wanted to play the Batman Arkham uh, games, but you can't, you have to buy uh, Pass pass Plus, whatever it is, the PlayStation Pass. They don't let you just buy the game. No, you That's have to have bought the, the, the Pass to get those games. I'm like, oh, fuck this, this is too much work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a monthly fee. Yeah. Anyway. It, no, yeah, it is. It's one of those. I, I honestly can't remember the flow to our show. Should what we? have we been watching? Oh, the news. We haven't done news. Let's oh, talk about oh, news. Oh, yes, news. You want do you want, to me, do you want me to dive in first? Or do you, yeah, you, yeah, you said you'd come with some news today. I do today. have some news. Well, let's just go. Like, I'll go first, and then we'll get into more. Please. Or whatever news we have. Have you noticed the amount of UFO stuff oh, going God. on the last three weeks, dude? <laughs> there was a full-on UFO. <laughs> no, the, hear me out. Full-on UFO sighting in Hawaii. And I'm looking for my phone because it had the uh, the other stuff. And I'll, I'll go off memory if not. But um, there was a full-on UFO sighting over like a beach in Hawaii. Ten different people saw it. Wow. There was a bunch of com- there's a bunch of different videos, all the same thing. How high were they all at the same time? <laughs> it's Hawaii. How many mushrooms have been taken at that exact moment? <laughs> but like they, multiple people called the cops because they oh, saw wow. it drop into the ocean. Yeah. And they're like... Cops like investigated with the Federal Aviation Agency. There's like, no, we didn't have anything going on. We don't know what it is. <laughs> and then also, this whole was it nighttime? It was nighttime. It was this big blue dude? It's a drone. This big blue. It's not I'm sorry to tell you, it's a it was drone. Not a drone. It was not a drone. Was that you video? watch the video? Was that it was video not a footage? Drone. Yeah, watch it. It's not a drone. Okay. It does not make sense to be a drone. Anyway, okay. that's not the only bit of news. That I'm not. I'm going full tinfoil here. Please. The same time. The U.S. is pushing through their stimulus bill, right? Yeah. They're trying to. Yeah. There's a random clause that's added in that says in the next 60 days, the CIA has to reveal everything they know about UFOs. It's like this is a legitimate thing. It's just a little add-on into the bill. I swear to God. What's that got to do with stimulus? It, nothing, but it's the way the government works in America. You just throw things on when you can get it in. And somebody was like, this is this we need to know. Did they? The truth must come did, out. Did they? Put it all out there? So, well, it's not approved yet because they're debating over the 600 of versus 2,000. But, yeah, but that part is on the bill. So when it, if it does get through, it will eventually come out. And then this one, courtesy of uh, old Joe Rogan's Instagram feed. Yeah. Um, a Harvard professor says an alien visited in 2017 and more are coming. This guy looks like uh, Gordon Love. I just messed it up again. Joseph Gordon Love it. this Harvard professor. Um, anyway... Basically, this astronomy chair of Harvard believes an object that recently passed through our solar system is alien in origin. It was at least 10 times more reflective than typical asteroids or comets. He likened the surface to a shiny metal. It was also moving away from the sun's gravity. It was estimated to be 3,000 feet long in an extremely unusual shape, 5 to 10 times longer than it is wide. It literally looks like a spliff. (laughs) (laughs) There's a flying split. Is it, are you sure it's not Thanos' ship? I mean, it could be. It could be. Dude, we're all about to get wiped out. Can't wait. Half but of us. Which, which half is going to get wiped out? My point is 2020, dude, 2021 is fucked. Oh, yeah. It's already starting strong. There's three UFO news in the first week. Three bits of UFO news. Anyway, that is all. Oh, that was a bit of a tangent. I love it. It's yeah. great. I, I love the, the strange news. Yeah. Maybe we should make that a regular feature. We try. But you tend to forget that. It's not always strange enough. Like sometimes <laughs> it's like some guy's dog. Awesome. I'm like, I don't care about this. 
Okay. All right, well, do you want to hear some hear comic real, book news? Real news, real news. I love, I love that you literally just told me a story about a giant spliff. <laughs> Dude, it doesn't look like a spliff. It seems like this is the theme of our show of Texas. Now. Okay, here you go. Yeah. So, over Christmas, I honestly took a bit of a break. I wasn't looking at a hell of a lot of news. I picked one a few little bits that came out. There's one or two here and there. First and foremost, Justice League star Ray Fisher, Cyborg. Mm-hmm. He has confirmed that he won't take part in any DC films uh, headed by Walter Hamada moving forward, which is interesting. You know, there's there's been a lot of... He's he's put a lot of stuff in the media about how he was badly treated on the Justice League set under Joss Whedon and how there was mm-hmm. a lot of negative culture. So I kind of hope all what happened in that comes out into the open and we can actually find out what really happened. But mm. moving swiftly on yeah. to one that I'm not going to talk about. I'm just going to touch on. Jared Leto oh says that the Morbius movie is going to be very different to other superhero movies. I don't care. Do you care? Well, I don't even know what Morbius is. I'm not going to watch that. What is so, it? So new things, other new things. Um, so they have already announced that Ready Player 2 will be adapted to the cinema by Warner Brothers. What Ready Player 2 hasn't even been released as a book yet. Well, yeah, I was like, so, I've read the first yeah, one. Yeah, I know. So, what is it's there like, another one? Well, I mean, it's right on, in there somewhere. Honestly, I didn't enjoy the first movie. What did you think of it? First movie was fine. It was all right. Like I mean, the book's better, but like you know, th- there was a lot of little things about it. I was like, yeah, it's better. No than the movie one cares that week. much. <laughs> it's definitely better. Than no, that. it was not. Yes, it was. No, it was not. Oh, give me a break! No, no, no. Really? No, no. That's that's. I'm not having that in the that's slightest. That's a shame. Well, okay, we, uh, we're not gonna we're gonna touch our main feature in a little moment. So let, let me just spin through the last couple of bits of news I've got. So first and foremost, Warner Brothers has continued to embrace the idea of a multiverse within its, within its films. So the Wonder Woman films, the Aquaman film, the Justice League stuff is all in, in under the, the term Earth One now. And the Robert Pattinson, Bat, the Batman film, is now going to be in Earth Two. So Earth Two? Yes, that's what it says. That's what they're, that's what they're calling it? Yes. Earth Two. It's real, um, God, it's real, real creative. DC really nice. Real creative. <laughs> Don't be like that. Come I on, man. I need to tear them apart. You're just, you're just a tired boy. That's what it is. You're grumpy, aren't you? No. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of interesting because, I mean, you know, there's, there's so many multiversal things in, in comics, especially in DC, that can open to <laughs> people crossing, people coming back. The Flash movie, the, the Flash is very much a proponent of jumping between universes. So is there any, it's very interesting. Is there any other Earth 2 storylines or is it just right now Patterson? not to my knowledge but i mean nothing's coming out right now yeah. so just the yeah. batman right now it could be anything though. i mean that, they could do hundreds of singular the point is they're making singular movies and some of them are going to fit within yeah, some yeah, universes yeah. some are going to fit within. That, it's interesting i mean and that's what marvel did too to be fair um they've got things that are completely separate from it with like uh what's his name not daredevil but uh ryan reynolds what, what are you talking about Who's Ryan Reynolds play? What I've I've lost track of what we're talking about. What, who's Ryan Reynolds? Green Lantern. Green, but no, 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 that's not what he's known for though. He's known for <laughs> Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. So like Deadpool is completely separate to all the other stuff that they do. And, oh, but will he be? Uh, we'll see. That's a great. Traditionally question. though. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, the last bit of news I'm going to chuck out there to you then is one that I know you're super keen on, and it's coming out in just under two weeks, which is One Division mm-hmm. has been confirmed to be nine episodes. Which is one more than Mandalorian, which is interesting. I'm which not means sure. it probably should be six. Yeah. Usually. Mm-hmm. Usually. 
I don't know. You say that, but old uh, old TV shows, old sitcoms used to be like twenty two episodes. Yeah, I mean, that's like I'm like I told you before. I'm watching like my sort of crappy background TV shows, Community at the moment, and there's like twenty two episodes a season. You can't it's compare. Some, you can't compare like background Community TV like to you know a superhero show. I'm not. I'm, no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. And there's obviously yeah. significantly more budget been pumped into yeah. this, which is why there's so many, so few episodes. But it's certainly interesting. I wonder if you know it is in the style of a sitcom though right so i wonder if the episodes are going to be like 25 30 minutes yeah. to sort of fit with that style that would make sense right yeah yeah it would it's yeah. fair I, I, if it becomes if it's a sitcom like style though the whole time i'll be very well it's not and i actually forgot yeah. this going back to what we've been up to um i've actually been reading house of m Hmm. which is a graphic oh, yeah, you told me that but yeah which is a graphic novel and it's about yeah you know, i mean I've, we've roughly talked about it on the, the show before i'm rereading it's basically about scarlet witch is has her psyche's broken and mm-hmm. her powers are out of control and she loses control she first and foremost does a lot of horrible things that changes the world and then she then s- literally snaps and utters the immortal words, no more mutants, which is very well known in the comics, mm. which means the mutants would be wiped out. Obviously, there aren't mutants right now in the MCU, but could they be building something similar to... Well, she goes the opposite. <laughs> there's tons of mutants. Well, yeah, but could, could, could <laughs> there's they? lots yeah. of them like, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's all there's even a school. Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying. No, I was going to say, as we, as we sort of talking about DC, that's a lovely segue into our main feature. Mm. Do you want to do the main mm. feature theme? Main feature theme. <laughs> we change it from top. Still to don't feature. have a theme. We we don't have a main I mean, feature theme. We'll, we need to like get a soundboard. Like it's, oh god. <laughs> well, oh, talk, Where'd you find this? Talking talk about random noises, by the way. Oh god, we some like weird like breakfast show from the nineties in America. Like what? Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> that's <laughs> like in the background. Bro, that's not the nineties. Like that's like still happening. Oh god, <laughs> like, please go on to like Kiss FM, bro. I would. I would turn that off immediately. Yeah. Going back to random soundbites that you mentioned, we just had a couple of messages this week and I needed to call this out at the top. I should have called this out at the beginning. Mm. Someone actually mentioned the last episode's Christmas theme mm. with the jingle bells going on in the background was out was out of time. You don't say. You don't say. Like, are you like tra- we were going to put any effort into actually making it work. Are you trying to like pretend like that it was purposely out of time? It was no, like, I'm saying I it just was didn't Im- give a shit. It was impressively out of time. I'm just saying I didn't care. And, I, and to be fair, I don't. I didn't care either. No, I, 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 you didn't even. No, know, you no, didn't even know it. Of, co- of course, I noticed when you listen to it. It's like, but I didn't care. No, but it's kind of part of the. We, we got a couple of messages. People have been part like, you know, that's out of sync, and I was like. Cause it's out of sync. I didn't try. We just, we it was just, it was a drag and drop. Yeah, right? it was literally, a drag and that's drop. what it was. So please don't care if you re-listen to that episode. Please do not care about the beginning of that. And what? if you if you do care enough, email your hate to Dre. He's at the podcast assembly at gmail.com. <laughs> he will enough? absolutely answer all of your emails. <laughs> you do care enough. Get a life. Okay. Go, well, I mean, thanks for the listeners, bro. Um, sorry, listeners. Singular. <laughs> sorry, listener. <laughs> uh well that's well our main topic then do you want to explain the main topic uh yeah the main topic this week because we finally got to go see a movie yeah there wasn't many options nope. i don't even think there was any options other than this yeah, for something was, that was like good. released within like a new movie what else was Not, there? nothing worth so we, seeing we saw nothing wonder we woman talking. 1984 yes uh and yeah i didn't even look if there was anything else we just figured there wasn't um <laughs> and so we're just we saw it in theaters we're going to 
talk about it, what we thought about it, you know, the standard stuff. The usual crap we get to. Yeah, yeah, we like know, to things talk we like, we didn't like, is it yeah. better or worse than Aquaman, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you, well, we... All the hot topics. We were going to do an episode on the movies we're most excited for for 2021. Yeah. And then we just managed to find a little space between times and got to see this movie. And you know what? I was quite excited to see it. I'd heard good things. It was originally certified fresh on Tomatoes. This is obviously... Was it really? I'll get to that in a moment. But obviously, this is the follow-up to 2017's Wonder Woman. This is a long movie, right? This is 151 minutes. Like, it's, it's two and a half hours. Like, that's that's hectic. Um, it did have a budget of $200 million, with the box office coming in at $118.5 million. Now, wow. in, in normal times, that would be really bad. But at the moment, obviously, this is this was trial. This is this is a, a massive trial, and not everywhere has cinemas open. Not everywhere can get cinema. So that's that's the highest grossing movie of COVID times. That beat Tenet. I mean, really? Yeah. But this also, is a gracious run. But, that, but that doesn't that doesn't even um, that doesn't even factor in the fact that you know it's put on straight to HBO Max and there's the signups and the money they're getting off of that. So you know it it could come out well, and the positive reaction to it has actually led to Warner Brothers fast-tracking a third movie with I'm, these guys. I'm, like, so surprised that this is rated this well on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, we'll, get to, be that, honest? we'll, we'll yeah. get to that in a moment, but this was originally intended to be released actually in December 2019. Really? So, so this has been an entire year ago. So, yeah, it was actually pushed back because yeah. it did, they, they didn't want to compete with The Rise of Skywalker. They didn't want to uh, compete with So this with is Star filmed Wars. in, like, 2018. 2017-18, yeah. So Chris Pine's actually older than he looks in this. Yeah. Movie. Well, don't spoil the movie. I mean, he's in the trailer, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, come on. But it's, it's crazy. I didn't even know. It's crazy. I didn't know that they, died, I saw it. It's crazy they pushed it to the early, uh, early New Year slot to avoid that, and they had to push it for an entire year because of it. Like, yeah, the, the whole wild. thing just got screwed. So tell me, you've, you obviously know the Rotten Tomatoes score. What was the Rotten Tomatoes score? Uh, 61 critics, 74 audience. Yeah, overall it's sitting at 60% right now, which is interesting because kind. they did a bunch of screenings for like a very select number of people. And at the time... After the select screens, it sounded a hundred percent. Everyone was, I mean, I, I, I mentioned like that's cooking the books. Though. I mentioned very much at the top of the last episode that you know everyone the reviews were coming in, early reviews, and they were phenomenal. Whereas it dropped significantly. Do you like, remember the down second? 60%. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Down the the second Star Wars movie, the one you actually liked. You said the, the second Jedi? New, the second new one. Yeah, yeah. It was the same way. It was like ninety eight at for the really? all the pre screens and then. As it's as like all the feels like legit reviewers started reviewing it, not the ones that got the special treatment in the pre-screening were like paid a little extra yeah, to make yeah, it yeah. a nice review. Yeah, yeah. It it dropped pretty significantly. I wonder if that's like something they do these days. I I mean to pump it, it up. Well, I I I I think if you get like a pre-screening, you probably don't get. You probably are sort of. It's implied you have to give it a, a not a good review, but like you have to be nice to it because they're kind of giving you free shit. It's like. You've sold your soul a little bit, yeah, but then I'd go out. and see a free fit, wouldn't you? Yeah, but if, I don't know if, if I could be if like, we had, I don't know if I could be like, this is a 61, or a, if like, we, I see what is 100, this is 100% wrong. Look, if we ever got big enough that someone picks up and we're like, hey, do you want to go and see this movie? I'd be like, hell yeah, I want to go and see a free movie. Yeah, I just wouldn't give it 100 if it was, yeah, that's one, true. One, one I would I'd just be honest, yeah. <laughs> well, Metacritic says 60, and IMDb says 5.5 out of 10, with Roger Eber, our old favorite, giving it only two stars. So, I mean, this is bang down the middle, right? So that's pretty average all around. We've mentioned a bunch of times that a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people like whatever they like and good for them. But 5.5 is very average, especially for IMDb. Yeah. Which is, which is so interesting. I mean, well, anyway, so 
The director was Patty Jenkins. We know this. She, you know, she came back after the first one. Uh, they Warner Brothers threw a lot of money at her and Gal Gadot to come back, which is great. And as I mentioned before, they've actually they've actually been asked to write and start write, direct, and star in the a third part to conclude a trilogy of movies, which is great. Good it for is. them, man. Like, and, and the cast was like the good cast. They, they all the stuff made it look like yeah. It was, like I, yeah. I was actually not not I was excited to see it because yeah. I liked the first one. Although I had heard some things ahead of seeing it, so I right, right, right. my opinion. But then, and with getting a little ahead of myself, but then like when I started the movie, I was actually enjoying it. For, yeah, for well, well, I think it's worth noting top. Like yeah. this is the first time we've been back in the cinema for so long. I think. Yeah, it could be. I too. think we might have even had high expectations in general because we were both a bit like, oh god, I can't wait to get back to like yeah. the cinema. You know, like yeah. I think I, I think I certainly did. Um, like, it was a good movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about that in a moment. I think. We can talk about actors first, then. So, like, pretty much everyone returned who was in the first one. Anyone Pedro Pascal. Anyone of note, anyway. Yeah, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, uh, Rob, Robin Wright, Connie Nielsen. We also had the inclusions of Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva. Uh, I think I think it spoils in the trails, anyway. She is Cheetah as well. But then we also have Pedro Pascal as Donald Tra- uh, <laughs> Maxwell Lord. That's his, I knew he had a name. Maxwell um, Lord. Yeah. yeah, and it's in, what that's a weird a, name actually. He's from the comics, but he's a very different character in the comics, which is really strange. Yeah, um, but I like I love that cast. I mean, no, I think they've done all they can done with do with Chris Pine, but like overall, I I, I think Gal, you mentioned before Gal Gadot is great. Yeah, she's great. Honestly, the, all those actors are great. Uh, they weren't. Some of them were like almost good despite their dialogue. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. You know, I agree. I, I, I Christian Wig yeah. not being. I mean, like we'll, we'll talk about yeah. her later. <laughs> Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. But why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell me about the tone of the movie? What do you feel the tone was? Uh, the tone was like it, it was. It started very differently than it ended. Okay. I think uh, the tone and the like the the beginning was like I quite liked it. It was like kind of like your your standard, not standard, but your. Uh, your normal comic book movie, there's a bit of comedic relief. Your yeah. comic book hero is a bit jaded. It was jaded. a bit of a throwback comic it, movie, wasn't it? It, it, it felt yeah. throwback yeah. Like It felt like, spi- like early Spider-Man, like Spider-Man 2 vibe or something okay, like that okay. for me, the beginning. And then, um, and you know, you're just, you're kind of feeling this for this, uh, I guess heroess? Is that what heroine? Just a hero. Heroine. 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 Yeah. Uh, who's been just alive since World War One apparently. She's been alive um, for a lot longer than that. Well, okay. I, I, she's not been in the world. She's been in the world since. Sorry, World War. Oh, alive in America since okay. World War One. Okay. Um, but yeah, the tone was like a standard, like build up, <laughs> detective, you know, and then do all of a sudden it got really campy. Do you know, do you know what I wrote what? for the tone? I just wrote this movie is so fucking eighties. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> it is literally like. I mean, like there was a lot of eighties, but I it, don't know if I felt the tone was eighties. It's like if somebody grabbed like. Uh, Something with eighties written on it was just slamming you in the face, repeated like eighties, eighties, eighties. I was yeah. like, oh, no, they, they wanted you to know that it was set in the eighties. Unbelievable! Like they wanted you to for sure know like, that. But I don't think that like the cuts or like the music or like no, the things around I wasn't, it. It yeah. was almost like a nineties movie. Well, let's way. let's let's get into that in a minute. Yeah. Then. So, what do you think the themes of the movie were? Now, I put I, so my one of my themes sort of straddles tone and theme. But what tell, tell me what you thought the themes were? The theme is kind of like it's got to be just like. Think, but I actually hadn't thought about this. It does depend on the character, but I think at the end right, of the day, right. it's like you got to be able to uh, move on, like and okay. and and hope and move forward from like hard times, and also be okay with yourself the way you are. Yeah, I think. But it, it kind of depends on the person. There's like yeah. three different 
Like, there's a theme for every character, it feels like. If you're talking about Pedro, I, it's yeah, well, like, you know... I think that's the main theme. Yeah. I think sort of that sort of um, materialism corrupts. Yeah. Complete power corrupts completely, or whatever they say. Uh, yeah, absolute I think, power, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's sort of the key theme running through it all. Um, but I did, I did... I guess that's true. I did that's really true. enjoy it, yeah. And I wrote... Like, this is the one I wrote down that sort of straddles the two. The one I really enjoyed was um, The Man Out of Time. So, like, what's interesting is in, in the first one, Diana was this uh person out of time who was just you know didn't know what was going on around her she and then then it's flipped on his head and this time it's steve who's the man out of time and i really enjoyed that i like, liked I it, it too fun, i liked him yeah i liked that reversal and yeah. i also thought he's just like he he plays that his he's really low oh, like chilled his chemistry with her is unbelievable yeah they, as well. they probably are fucking or something because she's very married and i'm pretty sure she? they're not yeah okay, fair enough but there is there is a phenomenal gif that you can find where it's the two of them doing an interview for uh, for the first Wonder Woman movie, yeah, and she looks at him and she bites her lip while she does it, and it's, uh-huh. you're like, "Damn, she, you can tell that they're not because uh-huh. she clearly wants to," and you're like, "Oh, good for you guys." No, yeah. but that came to the screen's phenomenal, and I, I think that's a really big. I think that's a really big that drive carries the, the first half of the film, hundred percent, sure. big time. And the I would agree with you on the time thing, except for like when I started to think about it, and I was like, "Dude, like, you were last in America." In World War One, yeah, that is like what early thirties, late twenties, late twenties, nineteen twenties. Yeah, I don't remember early exactly. Nineteen. Uh, like a lot has changed. Like and yeah. like, how about the fact that like all you're caring about and noticing is that the planes are bigger and that the styles change. Like, you sure you don't have any questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure you don't have any questions? Like, like why are like black people not drinking out of other drinking fountains or like be at the front of the like there's real specific just, but yeah they, well my point is yeah, like yeah. they totally just like didn't acknowledge any of that but I, well like I, the world has changed drastically and you're talking about a scarf i like yeah. come on bro like have I a little th- bit more i think they managed to skip over that by how how he was sort of less racially focused in the first movie so like his his posse was one was a nice american guy one was like a middle eastern guy and it was like there was I get his it. ragtag I'm not bands. saying he has to be a bigoted character. I'm like he just acknowledge no, the change yeah, yeah, yeah. and like make it make it a topic. If he's like if he's the kind of guy that would have been like sympathetic to that, yeah. be like have that be like a a, a, a line where you're yeah. like this is amazing. Like you guys have made such progress. Like, we get we're getting so deep into this. T- but, tell me tell me the plot first before we ju- tell me the plot before we jump into it. Um, the plot is <laughs> what? Uh, what the fuck happens in this movie? <laughs> the plot is they basically you know. <laughs> Uh, they discover a, you know, humdy dum 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 she's just doing normal stuff, right? Like she's having people. a, she's trying to have a normal life. Have a normal life by also saving people every now and again. Yeah. One of the th- people she's, actor, or one of the like good acts she does is she stops like a, what looked like a bank heist, but ends up being a like, stole or a, a trafficking of, of artifacts yep. heist. Yeah. She gets an artifact and it's ends up being mysterious. Yeah. Her and this other expert, are they anthropologists? Is that what they are? They're anthropologists. They're analyzing uh, artifacts for the Smithsonian Museum. This thing ends up having magical powers. Some guy steals it who's well over his head. He's basically Donald Trump, which is Pedro Pascal. Steals this uh, artifact, which he's obviously been looking for for a while. The Dreamstone. The Dreamstone. And (laughs) empowers him. That's the worst name, by the way. Dude, that whole part. That's like my biggest problem with the movie is this MacGuffin thing. But is the dreamstone. But uh, this dreamstone basically grants the power to, you know, grant wishes and take a vein as well. Yeah. So uh, he ends up using this to actually become the dreamstone and really just wreak havoc on the world by becoming the most powerful individual out there. 
Yeah, so I think you're right. I think it's like, so the things I wrote down and a lot of this is sort of just taken from sort of what, uh, what I've read about the movie and what I've imprinted on it from my own sort of thoughts and feelings during. Like, it's a bit of like, it's a cautionary tale, right? It's this sort of like overview of like that, you know, wish fulfillment doesn't ultimately grant you the satisfaction, you know, like the human experience you you obviously expect. It. It's basically Bruce Almighty. It is Bruce Almighty. <laughs> That's actually a great It's analogy. literally Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty's a good movie, though. I, I love that movie at the time. That, that movie at the time, I was like, the bit where he pulls the moon close to the earth. I was Why like, is that exactly what I was thinking? I, was like, I, don't, I think it must have been in the trailer. Ridiculous. Yeah, it probably was. But that was that was what I kind of got. I remember I walked out. I remember walking out of this movie and being a bit like, I, enjo- I enjoyed it, but I couldn't get that that nagging sensation out of my head of like, what what does that remind me of? And I was trying to think of like other like, comic book movies or other like big like set piece movies and I was like no actually hang on a minute this is literally the it's entire campy. plot it was campy. Bruce the Almighty. whole second half and like the concept of the like that drove the plot with the with the wishing thing yeah. so the fact that like this thing you you grant it grants you a wish but it also takes a bane so it takes something away we're gonna we're gonna come back to but, that in a little bit more detail but that, that whole thing to me was like what ruined but the movie. Like, I, I completely agree with you I walked out really like god I wish I could have left 45 minutes ago <laughs> like I did and the first 45 minutes was good so I it's, I, I it dropped mm, off I think there is a couple of scenes towards the end which we'll touch on that saved some of the ending for me and mm. I was a bit like oh, we'll, we'll talk about it in a moment but well I, we want we kind of want to get into that. There's one thing I want to mention, non non spoiler wise. First, like, did you notice some of the CGI was fucking terrible? I was like, in a two hundred million dollar movie, like, okay, perfect example. I'm trying to remember like the CGI scenes where they were fighting the cheetah girl, Dyer. Yeah, that was that wasn't that perfect big. example. Yeah. Bit when she's running down the road. You know when she's chasing after Maxwell Law. <laughs> just looks really weird how fast she runs. She was fucking floating three inches <laughs> yeah, above the road. I'm something like, something uh, looks weird about that. It was like I think it was also just the fact that they tried to make her look like she was running so fast. It's like that just doesn't look good. Running fast. Because I know what running fast looks like. Does not look good in movies. That tw- yeah, there, yeah. there are there are two two good examples of running fast right on the screen. One is X Men Days of Future Past with Quicksilver. You know the scene where he run where he runs uh, by and he's moving bullets out of the way. And the other one is the uh, boys. The other one is the boys. That. Just don't show him running. Yeah. It doesn't make any yeah, fucking sense. Yeah, but that's sense. like too fast. Like that's obviously not don't, what they're trying matter. to go for. Like you're saying that happy medium is just not a good look. No, it's dying. Yeah. Yeah. If you I ever, agree. It looks just like too close to reality. If you've ever watched Justice League, the, the Flash, so unbelievably bad. I can't even watch it. Like it is... I, whenever I, and he like he, he even looks like he doesn't know how to run I'm like are you are you in Thunderbirds are you a puppet what's wrong with you like it's it's bad right like uh, anyway that's just strong, strong CGI and I, I thought I, I remember we were talking about this beforehand and I wondered going into this how many of the sort of DCEU moves had you actually seen leading into this not enough to be fair and I was going to try and watch one uh, yesterday but uh, work out the best of me oh, which ones have you seen I, I've seen Wonder Woman 1 yeah. I've seen I've seen the Man of Steel, which I liked but didn't love. Okay, it it did run like for me. The, I like Man of Steel. For the thing with DC, like they all too often like run into like this just big CGI fest. Yeah, at like yeah. literally the seventy five percent done yeah, yeah. work. Where and also you end up like hoping that it was closer to being done because of that. Like it just extends the movie too long. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I also saw. Batman, part of Batman versus Superman, but like I had, I hadn't seen the Batman one. Okay, wasn't there a Batman before Batman versus Superman with with Ben Affleck? No, no, that was the first, first one. one yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw like part of that. So not enough. Aquaman, 
Yeah, of um, course. Forced you to watch it. You had to. <laughs> so, look, I, I guess, like, I just haven't really been impressed with anything from that universe, except for Wonder Woman 1. Okay. So, I, I mean, like, I I think I've pretty much caught up on almost all those movies now. Yeah. Um, I did... I enjoy the lighter tone ones. Now, don't get me wrong. I did enjoy Batman vs. Superman, even yeah. though there's some dodgy plot points in there. You liked Man of Steel, though, right? It was... I liked it, but it was so long ago, I'm trying to remember. I just like Henry Cavill. But, yeah, he's great, to be fair. But I do think... And I liked the main villain in that. General Zod. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. liked him. I was trying to think of his... Something Shannon, I forgot. I liked him, but I just hated how it turned into, like, 30 minutes of CGI. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. that's actually a big problem with a lot of these movies. And so the ones I did address, like, a lot of people gave Shazam a lot of shit. I enjoyed that movie, even though the ending was that. It was a good movie. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean about the lighter movies. Like, the, the lighter tone ones. Like, this, the things I liked about this were some of the lighter moments and some of the more heartfelt moments. That's what Marvel does so well. Yeah, and it keeps... Yeah. It, it, the thing Marvel does well, right, is they keep it consistent. Whereas yeah. with these, one moment, you've got this, like, happy-go-lucky movie, uh, and the next minute, it's all mad and depressing. And we'll talk about... Like I said, we'll talk, it's just a bit all over the place, and the, tonally. Well, and the depressing moments in Marvel feel earned. Yes. These don't Agreed. feel earned in these movies because I don't oh. care about a lot of these characters. Okay, dude. we're going to talk... All right, like, like, we're going to do the spoilers... Counterparts. We're going to spoilers very quickly because yeah. I'm going I'm to counteract you on that. Is this better or worse than Aquaman 2018? It's better. Just, just, for, it's better. just for anyone who's not listened to the show before, yeah. the reason we have this conversation is because a, a while ago when Aquaman first came out, me and a buddy in London saw the Aquaman movie and we both came out thinking, this is the most middling, average movie we've ever seen in our <laughs> life. And it was a combination of overhype and not going to see Die Hard for some reason. And <laughs> That's a tough one to beat. I know. If you were expecting oh, Die Hard. Yeah. No, well, no, because the two were at the same time. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, like, if one of you was like, oh, I kind of want to do that, yeah, like, you're going to be going into that whole uh, movie thinking about that. Well, so we we use Aquaman as our, this is a five out. This is our bang in the middle. We don't do marks out of 10, even though I just said it. We don't do marks out of 10 or stars or whatever. We literally just say, is it better or worse than what we see as just a movie? Can I just say that it's actually equal? And if you could see my, if you could see my <laughs> like Venn diagram, like Aquaman was just like, the, like it's just straight, right? It's like yep. middling. It's yeah. at five. Yeah. But if you yeah. have like the scale of one to ten on the y-axis, yeah. and then where it's at, like on the x, it's just straight at five. A hundred. But this movie was like up at seven to start. Okay. And then halfway through the movie, it just goes down to three, oh. and it just averages out at a five, or whatever it would be to average out at five. You see what I'm saying? Like they're both five, but they're very different fives. Interesting. Like okay. by by the end of this movie, you feel like it's a four, but in the beginning of the movie, you felt like it was a six. But so. by our own rules, that we stick to, to litigiously, you have to say is it better or worse? Then it's, then it's better because the acting. Uh, because of Gal Gadot. <laughs> and Patty Jenkins, the dream team. Yeah, well, I, I just think that the, the acting was, was still good, even though... Yeah. Uh, even like Pedro, like he threw himself into he this was role. He was trying. Scenery. He was trying. Oh, like, real. There were some really bad lines, but I was like, dude, you're at least throwing yourself into this. Yeah. And um, I think that's... So, so for me, Aquaman, like none of the, the characters have any chemistry. Yeah. It all feels very forced. Willem Dafoe's there for some reason. Um, like <laughs> it, it's just yeah, it, it, it is just a middling movie. And where 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 like so underutilized <laughs> in that movie as well, except for the samurai cut. Like that yeah, is that's... the best part about it. He's great. Look, I love Willem Dafoe, and I'm making fun of it, but I of do course. actually. No, but it's true. It. It's like he's like there, yeah, and just like really kind of underutilized for what he could be. Anyway. And for Wonder Woman 1984, I'm gonna say I I actually think it's better than Aquaman. I will say it is better than Aquaman. 
28. I don't really want to say that because of how bad the ending. Look, the last if we if we had, but a if ruling, I have to, I yeah. will. Yeah. If we had a ruling for the same, yeah, I'd probably at a push say it's just about. I'd say it's a contender for being the next Aquaman <laughs> 2018. Yeah, there's like there was enough like characters that i enjoyed the scenes that they were in together yeah yeah, yeah. we're like yeah, i yeah. can't Agreed. point to one Agreed. in aquaman yeah. what's the scene that i'm like oh this is compelling Good yeah the scene where they're going to the deeps pretty cool where they fight all those guys yeah those, that's I mean, all right but like that wasn't like a character things. scene right it was more just like there was some cool cinematics there yeah. i think like, like the bar scene with his dad would probably be my only it's one where scene. I was like, oh, that was kind of... I like the scene where the guys take selfies with him. Yeah, interesting. That's yeah. funny. It's the first like, five minutes of the There film. was like, like the goodbye with the... I was actually like, okay, that's a tough goodbye that they Look, just had. we're going way too yeah, far into so. Aquaman 2018 here. Like, I don't give a shit about that movie. No, I'm talking I about... Think, I think it's I'm better. I'm Woman, like the goodbye uh, between all that spoiler, but... Um, okay, right. Yeah. So, well, as we're already there, like, let's jump straight into spoilers. I'm going to be upfront with this, and I'm going to say, I think this has a problem with sequelitis. I think in 2020 movies now if they get a sequel they have to be bigger they have to be better they have to have yeah. more money they have to have Super. bigger spectacles they have to have more characters they have to have more villains it's like no no take it down make it good like yeah. the great thing about wonder woman one was that it was this contained story and not every i mean don't get me wrong yeah the ending went a bit wacky but like for the majority of it it was just focused on her and chris pine and it was very slimline and i love that about that and i think this just went too too much too wacky well, and also, like, not only did it go too wacky, it went too wacky, like, twice. Yeah. Like, both villains were too wacky. And both villains yeah. were... Yeah, so Pe- Pedro and... Yeah, sorry, Pedro and what's the uh, girl from Saturday Night Live's name? I forget. Uh, um, we're talking about... We're talking Kristen about... Wake, sorry. Kristen Wiig, sorry. Kristen Wiig, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So both of them kind of become villains. And in a very predictable manner. So predictable. Like, for both of them. And in a predictable manner that also wasn't, like, grounded... It was so tropey. It wasn't grounded in any like character driven reason for like yeah. So you're telling me because you like were <laughs> a bit like awkward for a yeah. bit of time, you're gonna turn into this super killer? Did you not do you not like think bro that, just put makeup on? Did you not think that the, what, what's stopping you from getting a nice dress before? No, did you did you not think that that character really mirrors Electro in uh, Amazing Spider Man 2? You know, I, you know I the feel as if there was like Jamie Foxx thing where it's like for no apparent reason, you all of a sudden hate this person. It's like, what is happening? Dude, I feel like that that happens so many... Like, that's like every bad superhero movie has a villain that's like that. Just doesn't that, have You can honestly define the superhero no movie, how good yeah. it is by how good the villain is and how much you can relate to them. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And well, like, that's why... I, so, I mean, we came out of this and you weren't that hot on Pedro Pascal. I don't know if you've changed now, but that's why when I came out, I was like, I actually like that character. Like, I thought it was really interesting watching him get corrupted by the power that he'd been given. And like he obviously started with the intentions of his company, you know, getting out of the shit it was in. And then the power he had was, you could see it corrupting him as he was going. It was almost like the vein down his face was showing him getting more and more corrupted. I loved that. I thought, I thought that was really interesting. Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't, wasn't pulled off in the most spectacular no, he manner. He was good. Like that, that I think that's like God, more because hilarious. he was a good actor. Yeah, like, he's a great actor. I think that like the actual storyline behind that, like they should have just focused on him and given me more reasons to see why he would have been susceptible to that power more than others. Instead, oh, okay. we didn't really get it other than the fact that he was desperate. But you didn't, yeah, you didn't have you a lot get of time a, to do that either. Because they added another freaking villain for no reason. Well, like, a, I, I, I've got a theory about that. I think the theory, my theory behind that is they... Because he was never going to be a big superpowered like machismo. He was never going to be able to fight her. He was always just a human with some like crazy yeah, powers. Yeah, so I get it. 
but they needed a big fight scene to end on. So they had to shoehorn in Cheetah so she could have the fight scene. Or you just like, like if you're truly trying to build Earth One, you you introduce this neck this character <laughs> and you give signs that she's gonna be the villain in the next movie. She might be. She's well. That's one of the spoilers I've got written down. Like you point. don't you don't. So the interesting thing about her character at the end is so Kristen Wiig's character at the end. You don't know if she gave her wish back. Well, you know that she gave her wish away that she did with Pedro Pascal because she yeah. didn't look like a cat anymore, which yeah, is yeah. weird. But the but wish the she initially one. made, yeah. you're like, does she still have all the powers of Wonder yeah. Woman? Which yeah. is real interesting. Yeah. Would have, yeah. And you didn't see Maxwell Lord get any comeuppance at all, which is fucking weird. I, I just, like, the man just ruined the entire world. <laughs> like, what? He just went, goes and hugs his kid. Yeah. Like, put him like, in prison. I'm a bad guy. Put him in like, prison dude, Spare your kid these yeah. details right now. He's a bit traumatized. I actually did have, um, I'm trying to find why I wrote this down. I just had a really big. So, I've stolen an, an unanswerable questions yeah. from, from the rewatchables, right? I know we talk about that podcast a lot. I love those guys. But I'm going to steal unanswerable questions because I have a really solid question about him, right? And now, now call, me, call me out if this is dumb. But in my head, I'm like, hang on a minute. So, all right. So they, they launched the, nu- the nukes at each other, right? Yeah. The US and Russia start launching well, I mean, nukes. like so much shit happened. Yeah. And then we're just supposed to expect that every single wish was undone at the same time. Like, this H- is just H- too Hear me out, hear me out. Anyway. So we're going to say they, don't, they launched the nukes at each other. Let's just say, for sake's sake, 10% of them were nukes that weren't wished for. So 10% of those nukes that were being launched were not wished for, right? Because the, the, the original wish was, Reagan was like, was just triggered I, want, I want more nukes. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they wanted more nukes and la la la. Yeah. Now, okay, right. 10% of them weren't wished for. Did they disappear at the same there's time? So many, they shouldn't have disappeared because there, they were already there. So many they problems. were real. It's dumb. They should have wiped the, out. She should be living in Mad Max, let alone Maxwell fucking Lord. Dude, the premise is so dumb. That is that. That was uh, that. That's where like the movie went down to. Riddle me this. I was just yeah. like, this is just terrible. Yeah, dire. Uh, how about the fact that like and this is just like more like a gimmicky thing. Like this is kind of, but it's like they are. Oh, we need to get to Turkey. Like, uh, oh, you don't have a passport? Yeah. Let's steal an Air Force jet. That'll be easier. Why not just like get an emergency passport? Yeah. Or, or look for this well, guy. He's got a, Surely uh, this guy's got a passport well, in the apartment. That's what I thought at the like, same what, time. Why are you stealing this jet? And then, by the way, not telling him that stealing the jet is going to cause an issue? Like, there's a big overlap. Well, I feel... Or over, <laughs> oversight, I should I say. I feel like he should have thought that through. Like, that's... That he doesn't ta- know about radar. That doesn't ta- oh, he doesn't radar. even know they can't the drink from the same fountain. Like, or they can now. Like, fucking he's, radar, he's very man. fucking out of it. I don't think we did a very good job of outlining the plot of this movie, to be perfectly honest. But, like, this... Yeah, sorry. But it does jump around so much, though. Like, to be perfectly honest, so the, one, one of the big things that wasn't that was spoiled in the trailers that isn't really a spoiler is that um, obviously Chris Pine's back. Yeah, we, we and he's in someone else's body. Over that. Yeah, but sorry. So let's try that again. But it's but it's not like like that's not not, not made a big deal of. It's, he's just in the trailers. You're like, hang on a minute, like he's dead. And like, don't get me wrong, it's a bit of intrigue to big people in cinemas to find out how he's back. But they didn't really explain the situation. Was he was just confusing. in someone else's body? Yeah, and then do you remember when it like happened, when it started? And the guy just like pretended like he did the thing with like the arm. Yeah, and the yeah, 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 yeah. Was and like, he was acting as Chris, acting like Chris Pine. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a bit confusing. I, so like I found, I found, okay, right. Like with the first one, that was probably the storyline that compelled me the most about the whole thing. And I think when you were saying before that the emotional beats weren't earned, I disagree with you because I think that 
the emotional beat of when she has to renounce her wish and give up. Yeah, that's the only one. Steve Trevor one more time. I was like, honest to God, like I've not been that emotional in a cinema in a long time. I mean, I have been in a cinema for a long time. I I mean, like the, like, I didn't mean the emotional beat. Like those two are the one part. They are the heartbeat of movies. Yeah. I'm saying like, when I'm supposed to care that like, they're destroying this world or I'm supposed to care that Pedro Pascal is like doing this, going too far. Like that. Yeah. None of like the the ish the none of the things I'm supposed to care about I do I care about because I haven't they haven't built a world that I care yeah. about. They haven't yeah. built a the characters other than Wonder Woman that yeah. mean anything to me. So it's like when they're gonna go destroy things, I'm like, whatever, dude. Like And yeah. I, what's really interesting like that that's a really good point. I think what's really interesting is that I don't think the lessons learned follow through. So like obviously it starts in Themyscira and you've got this big lesson about, you know, yeah. Don't take the quick route. It's never gonna. It's bad. Like, and I, and I get that's kind of what Maxwell Law's trying to do. But like, the lesson doesn't really relate in any way to like what happens in the movie. I'm like, why are we having this? Is it just because they're contractually obliged to come back for the film? Like, what's happening? Like, why does he keep going? I don't know. Like, there, get, there comes a point where he's just like trying to get everyone's wishes. Pedro Pascal. I think. I what think was that, the point? I think that's the stone. So I think he's corrupted so much by the stone by that point. He's almost lost his. And I guess that grasp. was one of my big things. It's like okay. So this is like another area where like DC fails. Yeah, maybe. Like, instead of building lore and you're like, oh, I was like intrigued. I was like, oh, God made this thing? Are you going oh, yeah. to get into this? Are it we going to get some backstory? The Duke of Deception. The Duke of Deception. Is yeah. he going to be involved in some way? Are we going to see a bit of him? Are you going to tell me why he's so bad? Yeah. What is this going to be like a uh, Infinity Stone kind of scenario? Like yeah. not exactly that, but something different. No, just the MacGuffin. It's bad. Yeah. And it, it corrupts the guy yeah. and then he becomes weird and yeah. lost power. And it just ends. And and there's no like lore building or connections other than it's just shit. It, here's another unanswerable question for you. Yeah. So let's let's imagine that like he, he gives up his wish rights, like everything stops. Let's imagine not everybody renounced their wishes just for a minute here. Like not everyone might have done. No, so I must there's it, so much going if on. If I if I wish to be like, I don't know, fucking Superman or whatever. I wouldn't renounce. Why the fuck would you renounce that? That's yeah. a great wish. So I, but I also wonder if that's a way that they're going to introduce new supervillains into the, the Earth One shot. You'd hope, but like, I just don't think they think that far ahead. Well, I don't think they have with these movies yeah. either. And that's, yeah. that's a really... But that could be a way of being like, yeah. this is how you, know, you end they, up with X Can they make up their mind about whether she can fly or not? Yeah. What's I mean, going on? She needs to get a jet. They can't just... She, she can't yeah, just she get on her back and fly. With, she couldn't fly with him. Why I think not? she can kind of... Like but in the first up. movie, she could fly. She couldn't fly in the first movie. I swear to God, she could fly at points. At some point, one of these things she's flying. She never flew in the first movie. And then she could fly. And then she could fly without she the rope. Kind of flew. Could, and then she, she couldn't. Of... And then they needed a jet. Well, in the co- in the comics, she is very similar. Like she can sometimes fly. Sometimes she can kind of float. It's it's a little up in the air. So that kind of thing got in the <laughs> middle there a bit low. Kind of dumb though. Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of times <laughs> she can fly in the comics. But. Like this isn't really directly related to any of like her directly related to any comic books, but one interesting thing I did note was the the chicken suit, which I'm really excited to talk about. Suit. Do you remember the chicken suit, the golden yes, chicken suit? Yes. Kind of looked like uh, you know what it kind of looked like Go on. a gold version of the one in Ragnarok with Thor's this Thor's sister, like uh, the whatever her, one. whatever her costume, the hello one. Yeah, she didn't have wings though. I think she did. She couldn't. She couldn't. <laughs> she <laughs> I think she did. It just wasn't gold. It was black. Uh, I don't she had these like weird little things coming off. Anyway. Ah, uh, okay, maybe. I digress. Well, uh, well, I mean, that is a direct callback to uh, the uh, DC graphic novel Kingdom Come, 
which is which I would actually love to see put on put on the big screen at some point. Kingdom Come is essentially all of the DC characters are aged, so they're all getting older. So mm. Superman's getting older, Batman's obviously a lot older, Wonder Woman's older, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They they can't. Well, that's kind of that's kind of one of the points of the story. Okay. And what they are dealing with is they're dealing with a younger generation of superheroes who are more violent, and they all kind of have to come out of retirement and come out of um, their sort of stasis to show these young books how to be proper heroes. Yeah. I'd love to see that on the screen. No, that would be good. That would be good. I'd like that. To be fair, I think it would just be like a cool take on the storyline of yeah. like, oh, do I have enough? Yeah. It's almost like the Batman, uh, the Dark Knight Rises storyline, but for DC, uh, yeah. all of them. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like, that was like the whole thing. Is like, can he come back? Is he? Does he, he care enough? What motivates him? Fair. Or is he trying to just do this to kill himself? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably the latter. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's talk, let's talk about um, let's talk about Barbara, Kristen oh, Wiig's character. Want to talk about her. I I have, and I've brought this up before, and I'm not going to let this die ever. I'd love to know your thoughts on this version. Why does Hollywood keep putting clearly very attractive people in oversized clothes and glasses and thinking it somehow makes them unattractive? They did it. <laughs> Just the movies we've talked about. They did it as Poison Ivy in Batman vs. Robin. They did it to Halle Berry in, Cap- in Catwoman. It, yeah, does, it's it, it blows it's my dumb. mind. It is quite dumb. And the, you know what? Like, I feel like there is other ways to make people look... It's <laughs> fucking you know, so hot. Like, make people look not hot. Yeah, hot 100%. Movie. You know? Like, if you think about... What's that movie? My Big Fat Greek Wedding? I can't Have you even, seen I can't, it? No, I didn't. It's a romantic... It's an old romantic comedy. It was a cult classic. But, uh... Basically, the thing that happens in that movie, the main character, she looks completely different in the first half of this. She has like a makeover in the okay. second half. Totally can pull it off. Okay, um, I, I still haven't seen it. I, I really need to watch it. Uh, actually, you know what? Am I going to watch it? Probably fucking not. In no. fact, all right, here's a question for you, Dad. If this wasn't the only film out in cinemas, would nope. you have gone to see it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Mainly because I had a movie. I had a buddy, uh, one of my buddies, Ari Rasso, shout out. Um, Shut up! He, uh, he, we were both reading that tome of a book, right? Oh, the one Storm we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Brandon, Brandon Sanderson, and yeah. I'm done with it now. But we have like a chat where we're, you know, as we're going through, we're like trying not to spoil each other because yep. we don't know where each other is. Their books are pretty crazy. A lot of stuff happens. Yep. And I'm just sitting there with one of my other buddies, Kyle, and I'm like, "All right, like finish it." He's like, "Dude, I can't." My mom made me go watch Wonder <laughs> Woman 2 and I just, I would have loved to be reading, but I spent three hours in that shitty Ooh. movie. And so it was kind of like, I already knew I was going to go in and probably not like it. <laughs> Poor guy. He yeah. was, for- I mean, fair- no, good, good we son. weren't forced to. Good son. We, well, we, we chose to. <laughs> yeah, we what does that say about us? I don't know. Desperate, desperate for some new content. I don't know. Did you know, did you know in this movie there was actually a post credit scene? I, you know what we did not I stay was, for I was post credit scene if you were going to try and maybe I was going to say no no I was but you got up instantly I, I, just, like, I, I was just, like I was like good job I just searched it afterwards <laughs> I was like is there a post the post credit scene is actually kind of interesting what is it about let me let me let me explain it to you I've got it written down here so do you remember the original owner of the golden chicken outfit so when they told you the story halfway through yeah it yeah was, some, some it was a warrior called Asteria who was left behind to save the world from the the men or whatever so, so all the, all the Amazonians could go and live on Themyscira. Yeah. yeah. So, what's interesting is there was a post credit stinger whereby a, a lady was walking through a market and a big thing falls down. And it's about to hit her pram, mm. and who you think is just Wonder Woman puts her arm up and catches this big heavy thing, 
uh, and throws it back and the lady runs over and she's like massive spoilers here by the way for the yeah. ending of and the, she runs over and she's like oh my god thank you so much and as she turns around it actually turns out it's Linda Carter who is the original Wonder Woman from the TV show in 1979 mm. which is a really lovely callback and what's also interesting is when she asks her her name she says her name is Asteria which Pose the question: What's Asteria been doing ever since the dawn of time when she defeated all? Or, or, yeah, when yeah, when all when all the Amazonians went to Themyscira, what's she been up to? Has she been secretly in the background doing stuff? It's just a nice callback. I don't know if it's going to open any doors for future things, but I kind of like that. It was no, kind of that's cool. You, do you on that note? Do you want to talk about things you did like? I mean, we kind of already did it. Let's do it. Hit but, me up. What are your three three best and three worst? You know what I I did like was how they really like actually did a good job of showing like what it would be like to be this super hot woman who is really confident in a world. Especially in the, the 80s. 80s. In the 80s where there's just like countless like just yeah. slimy just woman dudes. Just like yeah. woman like hitting like like and being like rude about it as well. No. Like they did a really good job of they showing did. off and like how I was tired for her. I was like, this guy's <laughs> like fuck off dude. Yeah, that's, that's so I thought point, that was right? a good point and like kind of kind of relevant in 2020. And no, then, I like that. Um, what else did you like? You gotta have three. I just think Chris Pine holds holds his own with zero powers. Yeah. And he yeah, did yeah. in the last one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he shows, he's, he's a great character. He's a, he's good, a fantastic and actor. And he's totally down being like the Uyghur guys. Like, get in there, break the yeah. lock. You know, love, like, love I love that. that. Love yeah. Well, very so, comfortable so, with it. One, one thing that didn't make my three, and I think because we talked a lot about it before, is that I think one of the key, like one of the key gels of this movie is Chris Pine and Gal Gadot's chemistry on screen. Yes. Like, without that, this movie doesn't have much any emotional weight. <laughs> She's got nothing to fight for. I mean, she obviously the world, but like... That we don't care about. Like, that's my point. That's what I talk about with payoffs. There's nothing paying off other than those two. And, and to be fair, you, I agree with you. You yes. knew that it was going to... You knew it wasn't going to be... Like, it wasn't going to last. The whole time, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, this yeah. was going to yeah, be yeah, yeah. a one-movie thing. Yeah, um, no. Okay, go on. Next one. Uh, the third... Do you have three? I do uh, I do have three. I mean, I had one that was basically just like, generally, yeah. the acting of the leads was good, yep. despite even bad dialogue that's a, at times. That's, that's some real critical analysis there. The acting of the leads <laughs> is good. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's more than I can say about Aquaman. Like, Ooh. seriously. I love Jason Momoa. Don't, don't be don't putting down I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's good. J-Mo. God, imagine someone calling me. J-Mo. He'd probably... Beat you to death uh, with that. I'll, I'll be more specific. Pedro Pascal's effort. That is one of my. <laughs> He's just put so one much of my three it. is just. And don't get me wrong, like he, I think that character was averagely written. His motivations weren't great. I didn't like his turn at the end to save his son. I didn't think it kept with his character. He didn't seem to care that much about his son, even though he, you know, like he he didn't feel like a person who would give up everything for that. Yeah. So, but his acting. The way he carried it off, he hammed the shit out of that. He did you know, he, he was it up. great. And like, give me everything. Yeah, like, and ah, uh, yeah, go he, on. He, yeah. he, like, it would if it was a bad actor, it would have been a terrible, terrible. Oh, so because there's so much time spent. Can you that imagine guy. that with anyone else? Yeah, it would have been bad. I can't think of many actors who could pull it off. Go on, sorry. What's your third? That is my third. Surely, oh, what's your second? Chris Pine, the whole thing. Oh, with sorry, the yeah. misogyny thing, and then. Uh, Good old Pedro Pascal. Okay, well, I mentioned one of my three, Pedro, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I've fallen into one of the tropes you've done there. The Gal Gadot-Patty Jenkins partnership. For me, her writing, her direction, I think Gal Gadot is phenomenal on screen. I think together they're a powerhouse. 
she's got and like she's obviously got this Star Wars movie that's coming up, which oh, I'm she? super excited. To see. Yeah, we talked about it bloody last time we did a podcast. She's she's doing the, she's helming a Star Wars movie. Which one is the, it? the Rogue Squadron? Oh yeah, called. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one that yeah. now details about. And movies. I just yeah, and I just think yeah. I just think she's a real powerhouse right now. She could do a lot of really awesome stuff. So that's one of mine. And I've just said, um, and just sort of going back to the song before, like the Chris Pine sacrifice scene, like. I gotta say that like, I was no, that was good. I was pretty fucking emotional in that, that was moment. Good. I was, that like, was good. I was like, that was really earned. And I think that, like you said, like that hasn't been what the case for a lot of these movies. And when, you know, I was like, I honestly wasn't sure she was gonna give it up. I was like, no, maybe was she's acting, sure. yeah. I was like, maybe she's not. Maybe she's just gonna try and fight as a regular human. You know. Yeah. So that was I, for me like that that gripped me. But then it kind of soon as he was gone, I was like, oh, okay. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be a big corny fight. Uh, uh, but Pedro Pascal, yeah, like you say, was was phenomenal as well. What are you? What are you three worst? We've talked uh, about a lot of yeah, average. We, I probably talked about them all. The entire premise of the conflict and its resolution, like the fact that just like the conflict is all these wishes. Yeah. Okay. They all just suddenly got wished back into place. Yeah. Like, okay. Just too much. Yeah. 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 Uh, the uh, the other thing I didn't like was again the the just gimmicky campy childlike stories surrounding the uh sorry sorry talking about the talking about that i can i can suspend my disbelief long enough to say that all the wishes pedro pascal granted when he renounced his wish all those wishes got removed i can suspend my disbelief that far can you i can but go on you say sorry (laughs) sorry can you like because they already were given (laughs) stay classy Uh, i guess like fair let's just say fair i'm not even saying that there's like plot holes i'm saying like that is just cheap it's just sure. like it was cheap it wasn't sure. like yeah it's not not the best go on yeah. sorry you were saying uh, it wasn't really like thought provoking or thoughtful okay uh, and yeah then i think it's yeah, just dialogue at times was like absurdly cheap. Oh, so bad like when she was like doing the monologue to like all the people who are wishing i was like dude kind of had to like, and you knew what was going on shoot well. me like yeah. i was and it, it went on for like 45 seconds i was like more it's like no one's listening dialogue. like this guy's just watching this girl die because he wished her dead he's not listening to your oh, monologue yeah. like that was actually kind of funny that scene <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I think that was supposed to be like an emotional beat and i was yeah. like i'm laughing at this this yeah, is, was, this is fucking stupid funny. i agree with you massively um i think i think that whole bit where you could see what was happening yeah. like she's doing this big speech and you're like there's no way she's just talking to him that would be ridiculous and it, like even though you knew she wasn't it still felt ridiculous because okay. like why would he just sit there and like watch her talk to him for that long about like I'd be like shut up yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, dude yeah like no. can't keep going carry on finish off like what do you know go on what's your last something? one you got a third one I think that was it I think I okay. did three okay. Okay. okay oh yeah the uh, just yeah the campy like or like origin stories oh, of these yeah. villains like what like why does she oh, get yeah. so angry about like just being a bit awkward you know i i, I understand i understand her wish meant that she lost it her, her the trade-off for her wish was her losing her humanity yeah and i understand that maybe she got angry from that and she didn't want to lose what she had but um but she goes oh you know what she goes a bit far it's just a bit yeah i i just don't think it's handled very well i think that's the issue like it, that's not, a, and I'm not saying it needs to explain. You have lost your humanity. She definitely mentions it at one point, but I don't think it does a good enough job of re- reinforcing that she's lost her humanity. Also, you know what? I just think that the 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 whole premise of how they drove the plot with this wish thing is just so overused. Like, name a movie mm. 
Like, it feels like it was from The Mummy. It feels like it was from Bruce Almighty. It feels like it was from, like, name a movie. Like, there's so many that have used these yeah, weird things. And it's just like, as soon as I realized that that was what was going to power the plot, I was kind of like, oh, weak. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. No, okay. Well, my my, th- <laughs> my, th- my three words were, one, Kristen Wiig. And I hate to say that because I actually like Kristen Wiig. No, she's all right. Like, she- Okay, not necessarily Kristen Wiig. Maybe it's that maybe it's the character she was given. She overacted. Is not yeah massive. She it yeah. just did not for me. Didn't work for her. Yeah. Like none of it. She's did. actually good at playing that character, but she overdid it. I like, don't. Was, think I feel like there was, was a little bit of. I think anything was good about the performance. I, I, think, I can't pick one good thing. Do you reckon that there was ad libbing going on when she was doing those awkward scenes where she was awkward? Like oh maybe like later I'll do like that. Stuff. No, that was just bad. I think that like oh, I think that maybe she was like doing right. that. I don't know if that was all free the script. Yeah. That was, to me, that was just bad. Right? Yeah, it was. So the second, my second one is, we've already talked about this, but the chicken outfit. Like, <laughs> that's supposed to be this big fucking cool gold eagle thing. And, and in the it, comics, it's cool. And that was just... Not bad. only was it not cool, like, it got torn up quickly. So fast. <laughs> it was pretty useless. By like, so all, all, the, all the armies of men couldn't make a scratch on it. And oh, Chris, just, Kristen Wiig, who yeah, was... Like, uh, fucks it what, up. What was she? She was the apex predator. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, sure. Um, also, just... like, why do you go there? Like, I want to become the Apex player. And, and why did she need the outfit? So, surely the point of having the outfit... For me, when I saw the trailer, I Who's thought... You mean the, 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 the golden chicken outfit. I thought... <laughs> when I saw the trailer, I thought she'd need the chicken outfit because she didn't have the powers. And that's why when... So, so, the, so the reason I thought she wasn't going to give up a wish about Chris Pine, right was because I knew that she was going to put that outfit on. You've seen it in the trailers. It's already yeah. spoiled for you. So I was thinking, okay, she must find another way around this. That would have like, been interesting why, if she pursued that and he made her do it anyway. Why does, why does she need the outfit yeah. if she's already got her powers back? Her powers, when she's got the powers, she's already better than her. She would have been scratched, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a cat, man. You're spending way too much time with that cat. And my last one was, and I'm actually going to change it. I did put something different on here, but my last one was um, the fact that they managed to... F- somehow and they've done it in almost every superhero movie so far is fitting like a sky beam or a particle beam Dude, or I was a beam of some description <laughs> i'm the like theater i looked at you when that thing came on and you were like intensely watching so i was like i'm, I'm gonna say it for the podcast Dude, i was like <laughs> just think of anything anything like, else there's gotta be another mcguffin you can use uh, there has to be one i'm like know. this I mean, is like i guess when you watch uh, this many movies you know fuck man. it all starts to summarize. they're all the same if i had to summarize it man this film had the makings to be slightly above average executed <laughs> well maybe yeah. mediocre yep um instead it was bad yep and it did not have the makings to be an above average film Fair. like you know like fantastic four we're like well this might have been something should actually have been something. if it was done better it could have been, been cool well i think this should have been, been different something. i think this sh- I, I think in the same vein this tro- should have been something I, no i think this one was too tropey to ever be anything more than a little bit above average in... there was nothing different about it there was nothing decisive or it was the only things that carried it were the two leads look I think it built on what happened in the first one I just don't think it built in a direction that worked for the characters I'm gonna say that okay cool let's quickly jump into facts and trivia then I have a couple of bits for you um, before we before we finish off mm-hmm. so the couple of bits the couple of facts and trivia I've got are actually kind of fun so Pastor Jenkins and Pedro Pascal based Maxwell Lord's character's portrayal off stockbroker 
Gordon Gecko in Wall really? Street, 1987. That's yeah. not fair. A mix, of, a, a, a mix of him and Lex Luthor in Superman, 1978, which I actually really liked. But he also apparently, and he, he's quoted as saying that he based some of his performance off Nicolas Cage. Which I fucking love. <laughs> just, what, like, it's, it's, I'm going to steal the fucking declaration it, of Yeah, yeah, it's not like specifically this yeah. character or yeah. this thing. It's just like, generally just Nick Cage. Cage, man. What a legend. Yeah. Fucking Wait, Pedro stupid. said that? Apparently, yeah, apparently so, yeah. Apparently between them they did. I mean, kind of, actually. You can kind of see Yeah, it. you really can. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, speaking of Pedro then, this is actually his second feature in a Wonder in, in, in any Wonder Woman property. So in 2011, there was an unreleased TV pilot for Wonder Woman in which he featured. So he has actually had was his fill of Wonder his, Woman. That was before he was a uh, uh, Game of Thrones guy. Viper. Ooh, good Red question. Vi- I'm not entirely sure. It was, for 2011, sure. 2011? Yeah, probably, yeah. It was, because uh, that was when the last book came out, and that was like season three or two okay. or something. Yeah. Okay. And then just in a final bit of trivia, just linking back to one of our earlier podcasts, if you haven't listened to Superman for the quest for peace yet, please do. Um, it's it's an absolute favor of ours. Uh, <laughs> the symbol for how do you say it? Nuclear, 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 nuclear man. Yeah, our favorite nuclear man can actually be seen on the floor of the mall in that scene in the beginning when she's saving the kids and oh, stopping really? the heist. That was so cheesy. So fucking look. We've, we've talked about, about this. I, I don't know if I can talk about this anymore. No, this I just is. forgot about that part. It was so cheesy. And that's Wonder Woman 994. Yeah. It is slightly better than cheese. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Slightly. I can't believe I said that, but I do stand by it. You stand by it. You can't change your mind now. No, you I do it. stand by it. It's, it's, in the, it's in the stars now. You yeah. said. <laughs> it's, 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 on the, it's on the tape. So I'm going to quickly then go and jump into our correspondence. So thank you all, all for correspondence. Thank you all for pointing out how bad the uh, intro theme was for the Christmas holiday episode. We know... We appreciate it. We do have an email from an old favorite friend of the show, Matt. Thank you so much. Once again, he compliments the show. He says, you know, it's a great show. Thank you. And thank you very much that, Matt. We do really appreciate it. He has gone back. This is going back a couple, actually. So he went back and has offered some recommendations about games he likes to see his movies and wanted to know our thoughts. So first and foremost, did you ever play Alone in the Dark? I think we talked about this very briefly, Alone didn't we? Alone in the Dark. Why does that sound familiar? I think it was made by the same guys who did Alan Wake. I have a Maybe. F- weird feeling. No, I didn't, but it sounds familiar. Yeah, I remember... I'm looking it up. I remember my brother played a lot of that growing up, so... Didn't play it. No, it's meant to be an incredible game. We can maybe look into it for the next time we do games we won't see yeah. as movies. And the other one you mentioned oh, was Bioshock. Two. Wow. Bioshock, another one Did you ever play Bioshock? That I haven't played. Another one by... It's Bethesda, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was the other. I thought it was the have, people that have, made Mass have a quick Effect. Look. I I'm I can't honestly remember. I, in my head, it's, it's probably it isn't Bioware. Ah, uh, I mean Bio Bio. I think that's what. You, <laughs> that's um, some really. <laughs> no, but I honestly do think. It was, no, I mean I haven't played that one, but I would very much like to. Thank you very much, Matt. Yeah. Uh, happy New Year and Happy Christmas to you as well, Matt. Thank you for the the correspondence. We really appreciate it. If anyone else wants to get in touch with any recommendations, anything you'd like us to watch, anything you'd like us to suffer through. Do let us know. What's the email address, Dre? The podcast assemble at gmail.com. Oh my God, he got it right. Dude. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> He's on fire. And we do also have a uh, Twitter as well, which I believe is pod underscore assemble. So search us out, have a look for our stuff, send us some recommendations. We love all the correspondence. It's great. Thank you very much. 
everyone. That was Wonder Woman 1984. Thank you, Dre. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks, guys. See you later. See you later.